you want to be better equipped to serve the church? At Reformed Theological Seminary, you'll be mentored by faculty committed to the inerrant Word of God, Reformed theology, and the growth of their students. Degree programs in biblical studies, theology, pastoral ministry, and counseling are offered in residential, hybrid, and online formats, making theological education more accessible than ever. Cultivate a mind for truth, a heart for God, and a life for ministry. Learn more at rts.edu. rts.edu. Welcome to the Rooted Parent Podcast. I am Cameron Cole. And I'm Anna Mead Harris. They call her... I'm Team Mom. And I am... Big C. I don't know, Team Mom. That that uh, that Big C was... Oh, it was kind of like, Big C. Okay. Big C. Yeah, you know, a, little, <laughs> uh, a little more verb there. Yeah. Yes, Love yes. Uh, big C is, incidentally, 6'4 or 6'5? Six 6'5. Five? Six five. Six five. So that, it, if you have never met Cameron or seen Cameron, that's where that comes from. It is true. There is, yeah. There is, there's a meta, uh, maybe a metaphorical aspect to it as well as a physical, <laughs> literal aspect. To yes, it. yes, exactly. Yeah, um, man. I'm excited about our podcast today. It's, yeah. It's a lot of comfort and hope. Yeah, it's really very, it's really edifying. Um, you know, as a podcast that's uh, seeking, uh, you know, to parent out of a piece of the gospel, the wisdom of scripture, and the grace of Jesus, right? Yeah. Lots to talk about here. This is this has got all those pieces for you. That's it. What it, I mean, our, there's our tagline. Boom. <laughs> I like how you work that in there so smoothly. Just you know, just you know, smooth like sandpaper and all things. <laughs> um, well, I had I had a, a boss uh, when I was in sales once say to me, "I'm never worried about anybody thinking you're slick because you don't have." A smooth bone in your body. <laughs> That's okay. Hashtag They're, truth. Yeah. I was going to say honesty uh, yeah. carries a lot of weight with me. Um, I appreciate well, that's good. that. That's good, team mom. <laughs> um, well, today we're going to be talking about unmet expectations mm. in parenting. Yeah. And in particular, we're going to be talking about the, the Annunciation, which is the moment <clears throat> in Scripture when um, the angel comes to Mary and lets her know that she is going to be the mother of the Messiah. Yeah. And when we first started talking about doing this particular episode, the question comes to mind immediately for me. These words here are for Mary, the mother of, of God's child. How does this, how can I use this for me? How does this apply to me? I don't want to misappropriate things that are not meant for me. You know, obviously this is different. Yeah. In the sense that, um, her child is fully God as well as being fully human. Mm -hmm. Um, and her God, her child is sinless. Mm, Yeah. You know, so, uh, the circumstances of her parenting are, are really terrible about as bad as anyone can think, but the child himself (laughs) is literally perfect. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, can't even, we all like to think our children are perfect, but we know they're not. Um, and hence some of the struggles that we have in parenting because we think they're perfect and we're surprised when they're not, but, uh, she really did. Um, she still, however, was a sinner. So that complicates things. Um, yeah, 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 totally. Um, but in particular, the, um, the circumstances of her parenting did not meet sweet little Jewish girl Mary's Mm -hmm. expectations. 
No, no. And and this uh, calls to mind something that rooted friend Julie Sparkman talks mm-hmm. about a lot. Um, she is a counselor in Birmingham, and she has a metaphor that I just find really helpful. She says that everyone that comes into her counseling office has a picture in mind um, that's literally an unconscious snapshot of what our, we think our lives ought to look like. And there are pieces of all our hopes and dreams in that picture, what we want our marriages to look like, what we want our jobs to look like, yeah. social life, homes, but probably the most emotionally, um, I don't know, uh, land, the biggest emotional landmine in that picture is when it comes to our children. Right. And our hopes and dreams for our children and for ourselves as as parents. And we carry an image of what we hope our kids will look like and how we hope our relationship with them will be. And when our kid turns out differently than what we'd hoped, like if, if you are a um, intelligent, quiet musician and you get a child who is an exuberant jock with ADHD, you know, you, you've got a very different picture. Um, and then if you hoped you've got a very different reality from your picture. And if you hoped that you would never be anything like your own parents, and then you hear your mother fall mm-hmm. out of your mouth, wow. <laughs> well said. then they're done that. Um, then you have a gap between your picture and your reality. And that's what we're going to talk about with Mary today. Yeah. And it seems like, you know, that, that, um, on those unmet expectations, like you said, could be of your children, of your own parenting, but also of the circumstances of your parenting. Yes. So yes. That, that's particularly true here with Mary. You know, first off, she finds out that she's been impregnated by the Holy Spirit. So quite a surprise here. Shocker. <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. <laughs> um, but then we think about the life circumstances of her parenthood with Jesus. You know, they, um, they're in another city when he's born. Mm-hmm. Um, soon after he's born, people are trying to kill him. And so they have to, uh, they have to go down to Egypt and live as refugees, refugees. in a foreign land. Yeah. Uh, which I can, can't imagine how, I mean, I'd be, that's so hard now, but you know, think about how awful it would have been back then. And then, you know, her son grows up and he's this great teacher and leader. And, um, there's a huge and very vocal population that hates him and wants to kill him. And ultimately you cannot think that when Mary had heard that she was going to be the, the, the mother of the son of God, that she was that her last moment. Well, I shouldn't say her last moments, but some of her last moments were going to be watching him be crucified. Yeah. Yeah. It, it took a turn that she, she could never see coming ever. <clears throat> never see coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyhow, just so many unmet expectations. And so, what we're going to do here is um, we're going to go through this story and we're going to look at how it is it how it is that God enables her to cope with those unmet expectations so that we can cope with those ourselves. Because like you said, I think so much of the worst of our parenting comes out of expectations mm-hmm. and unmet expectations. And yeah. you know, I, I think um, I think in some in some ways I've seen parents have an expectation of what their child is going to look like. And they just try to push that child mm. into that hole, to that, uh, what is it? It's a round, uh, a square peg and a round hole. hole. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I, I can remember one time watching, um, this is a long time ago, but watching a dad who's, who was a great football player, like a star, 
And his son was not even a starter. Mm-hmm. Not even a starter. And the dad was so angry. He was really, he, his angry, anger was directed at the coaches, but really the anger was that he had this expectation that his son was going to be a superstar like he was, and his son just wasn't. That's not how God made him. Mm-hmm. And, the, and, and, and his behavior was you know, really, really disruptive and uh, damaging. Uh, and you can just kind of see that, but we, we all kind of have. We know, can all do that. that. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, and I, I think, um, not that I am a female, but I, I, one thing I do observe in family ministry is I do think a lot of women come into motherhood with an expectation that it is just going to be so great and so fulfilling mm. and so wonderful. And, and, and like it, it, it is wonderful. It's a huge blessing. But dang, it is hard. I had no idea. I mean, marriage sort of prepares you for how sinful you are. And then you have babies. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea of some of my sin until I had children. And it wasn't because I didn't love them, but um, I mean, it's everything between how you feel when you've gone so many sleepless nights and you are just desperate for sleep um, to, you know, how angry you are when your teenager disobeys you and Mm. does something that's, that's dangerous or foolish and how completely uh, overcome with anger you can get. Um, It just, reveals uh reveals our weaknesses and our sins like nothing else and um god um gives us some tools to to cope with these things yeah when this no gap appears yeah and, and that's what we're going to see here in this text so let's let's go through and and let's read um if you wouldn't mind team mom mm-hmm. 26 through 28 to get started and we're in luke 1 we're going to 26 to, to 38 again the annunciation where gabriel comes to mary In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. She was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Great. All right. So first thing, note, you know, God sends this angel to Mary. You can see here that... God is the one who initiates this. So we're going to see lots of evidence of God's sovereignty. Like this is what God intended. This is, this is the plan. You know, this, this is the plan that Mary, the Virgin Mary is going to get pregnant. But you can see here when it says that, you know, it's, she was a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph. Like she has a picture. She has a picture, you know, Um, we don't know what it is, but probably they're going to get married. And then they'll have kids <laughs> in that order, <laughs> in that order, not, not, not the, you know, not the opposite. And so, um, and so that being said, uh, you can see this is the beginning of these unmet expectations. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the picture is annihilated. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so it's, it's really understandable. She was greatly troubled. Yeah. She's probably fearful, uh, apprehensive, 
nervous, um, overwhelmed. And, um, and as parents, we know what that's like when we see that gap between what we were hoping for those, you know, but she's, um, it's beautiful that she, she stays kind of calm. She tries to discern what kind of greeting this may be. You know, she, she's, she stays peaceful and she stays open to what God has and he's able to, to, um, comfort her more. Yeah. And, you know, and so you can see in that the angel says, do not be afraid. And we've talked about our, our bad expectations to unmet, sorry, our bad reactions to unmet expectations, like being angry, being, being, you know, anxious, being resentful, whatever it may be, most of that flows out of fear. Mm-hmm. That's, that's generally what's at the root of a lot of that. And so it's important to see that the first thing that, that the angel says to Mary is, oh, favored one, the Lord is with you. Because I think that a lot of times when things are not going our way, not going the way we want, not going the way we expect, we kind of feel like God's against us. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, why would God do this to me? Because you know, think of the consequences for Mary. People are going to think Mary got pregnant out of wedlock. People are going to think that, you know, either she was promiscuous or that she and Joseph were messing around, whatever it may be. And this would be major, like, shameful social suicide for, mm. for Mary and Joseph, but particularly Mary. And so, yeah, you'd have to think, like, her, one of her reactions has to be is like, why is God doing this to me? That could, that could be a, a direction that it goes. But he says, no, no, actually, oh, favored one. Lord is with you, like God's grace is upon you. And so I think that's the thing to, to remember is that a lot of times when we have, you know, circumstances or, or our own parenting or our children are not lining up with what we expected to remember, like, no, the Lord's for you, mm-hmm. you know, the Lord's mm-hmm. for you. And then, you know, you can see here that the angel is, is, is telling her the story before it happens. He'll be great. He'll be called the son of the most high. Um, you know, you're, you're going to get pregnant. You're pregnant. It's happened. <laughs> and then let's read on and see, you know, and see how that, that revelation of, from Elizabeth about Elizabeth, her aunt, how that's going to go. Yeah. I, I do want to say we don't get as much information as Mary gets. You know, we yeah. don't get the story and he, she does get a little glimpse and she gets some prophecy here. And we generally yeah. speaking do, yes. do not yeah. get prophecy. Um, but, but the principles are the same that, that in Christ we have yeah. found favor with God right? and we do not need to be afraid. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. We're going to pick back up in verse 34. Mary said to the angel, how will this be since I'm a virgin? And the angel answered her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the most high will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called holy, the son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month with her, who was called barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, I'm a servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. Mm. And the angel departed from her. Uh, Awesome. So the fact that he is giving her a prophecy of things that are going to happen is a reassurance for her that this is what God intends. The way your life is headed is the way God intends. And that can be a hard thing for us to accept um, because sometimes life is really messy. 
and sometimes it's it's painful and it's tragic but like the child that you have is the child that god intends for you to have yeah you know the place where you are is the place where god intends for you to be and that's um yeah that's a comfort because mm-hmm. so much of our um so much of our resistance to unmet expectations is us resisting um, life on God's terms. So true. Wanting to write our own story rather than submitting ourselves uh, to the story that God has written and trusting in his goodness, his grace, his favor towards us and his sovereignty in that. It's really hard for me in certain these kinds of situations to let go of the idea that I know better that well, uh, that yeah, my well, picture that just shot me between the eyes is better than what God could have, and because sometimes, especially in the initial shock of the moment, what God has for us does not appear better, and that's where that sovereignty, His sovereignty, um, and His goodness are something that we really sometimes have to almost fight to cling to, especially if we see our child uh, really suffering or struggling or if we ourselves are really suffering or struggling to know that his plan for their lives and for our lives, it really is good. And we can yep. go to him and say, Lord, I believe help my unbelief in this situation. Yeah. Um, I think that's, that's really, really good. I, I mean, I really, that, that is the essence of sin. And I see it in myself a lot. It's like, I really do know better than God. If yep. only he would listen to me, you know, and there's just some just unbelievable pomposity and arrogance in that. But, um, but, but, you know, when we remember that he's good, that he's for us and that he's sovereign, we can, um, we can submit our, you know, just submit our plans mm-hmm. to whatever he has, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's something, this is very, this is a very shallow example, but I didn't have any expectations that my kids would be musicians. Mm. Yeah, I, 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 no one in my family has any musical ability, <laughs> and I have a daughter who's a magnificent piano player, and a son who's a really an unreal drummer, and um, and that's just been that's not the story that I wrote, but man, it is such a cool little blessing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you know, and 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 the way there are things about our kids that can be really frustrating mm-hmm. that the Lord is going to shape for that to for good in that child's life as they get older and as, you know, as they mature and they're sanctified. Yeah. I love what you're saying there though, is while our child may not look like what we thought they would look like, there are also some real gifts that we didn't even know to ask for. Amen. And they're there. And when we can let go of the picture, we can Mm -hmm. embrace what the child that we have gotten a little Amen. bit better. Yeah, that's it. There you go. When we let go of the picture. That's so that's so good. And we remember his favor and his sovereignty and his goodness. Mm-hmm. All right, so the last thing here, um, you know, in verse 37, uh, or sorry, verse 38, this is the end. It says, And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. All right, so we've said, you know, things that help us cope. One is, we said God's favor towards us. Second mm-hmm. is his sovereignty. Mm-hmm. Um, next thing we've talked about a little bit is how, you know, God has has revealed things to us to help us. But here I think is the key. And that is that Mary receives this as a calling. Mm-hmm. I am 
the servant of the Lord. Like my life is not about me. It's not about my desires. Mm-hmm. It's not about my fulfillment. It's about me serving and glorifying the Lord, mm-hmm. which in reality, having that posture of the servant of the Lord is, is the most fulfilling and life giving life we can have. That's, that's when your parenting is going to be most fulfilling is when mm-hmm. you don't, it's not about you. A lot of times our picture is about us. A lot of times that picture has to do with us being validated or, yeah. um, us being comfortable, um, or our unmet, our, our unmet needs, um, being, being met in our child. A hundred percent. Yes. And, uh, mm. and it's all about us. Yeah. And we can see here that Mary, it's all about the Lord. Mm. It's all about the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so I think that in terms of, you know, kind of erasing the picture, um, that I think that probably the key key is remembering all this, those things we said about who God is and his favor towards us. But I think the key is probably, um, to see parenting as a calling yeah, and that this child belongs to God. Um, and that this child's life is for the Lord's glory. Amen. Yeah. And then it's like, well, the child might be like this, their life experience may be like that. Um, and that, you know, if that's, that's what God has ordained for, uh, for his own glory, Mm -hmm then so be it. You know, mm-hmm. I am, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. I can let go. You can see her, her, there's this, there's, I don't want to say there's a shift, but there is a clear communication of let it be to me according to your word. Like let, let the life of this child and let my life as a mm-hmm. parent, let it be what you think's best. Her, yeah. She, there's no picture. Uh, she is. She has let the Lord write the picture. She's letting the Lord write the picture. I, I, I do think it is important to say that this is not some uh, some sort of passive. Well, whatever you know, yeah. like so, uh, you know, Mary continues to be a faithful mom. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about this in the next episode, but you know, she is going to give her child her heart and parent him to the mm-hmm. best of her ability. She's not. Like, it's not some sort of, I'm giving up Mm-mm. the desire for my child to have a good life. All she's saying, I'm giving up my desire to control what that life looks like. And yeah. giving that, yes, understanding that you are the one in control. But her love for her child will be no less for the giving up of her personal picture. Yeah. She she remains, um, you know, it's not, it's not some sort of passive, I don't care thing. It is. I'm going to be faithful. I trust you, Lord. I trust you with this child, and I'm going to. I'm going to be faithful. I also think it's beautiful that Mary has Elizabeth. God gives Mary Elizabeth, mm-hmm. whose path is not going to be all that different. She has an unplanned, unexpected, yeah, oh boy, possibly yeah. slightly scandalous pregnancy. Not as scandalous, but you know, probably a post postmenopausal pregnancy, it, it, most likely. She probably talk about how tired. Oh, I mean, like, can we just Lord. say how tired Elizabeth? But that's an aside. And then she's gonna, her son will die also. Yeah. Um. In in Bad, his service to the Lord because Good he was most faithful to the Lord, and so um so she's got someone walking with her who is also submitting her life to the Lord. 
um, and her parenting to the Lord right. and her child to Amen. the Lord. So she's not the only one. And I encourage you, you're not the only one either. There are, there are mentors out there that mm-hmm. you can seek out who will help you follow the Lord and submit your parenting to the Lord like yeah. you're trying to do. Amen. Yeah. I think the last thing I would say is like, it's just good for, it's good for us to be asking this question. Like when we're disappointed, when we're resentful, mm-hmm. just be like, what, what is my expectation here? You know, I mean, I really, not, I think we all kind of come into parenting thinking that our, our kids will be the only kids who um, somehow were not affected by original sin, <laughs> you know, and that um, we, as, we are going to be so much better parents and, than and our parents. that's a good desire. That's a good desire. Yeah, it's sure. not going to happen, but it's yeah. it is it's because we yearn for goodness and love and yeah, joy. For sure, for yeah. sure. But as as we encounter this, just to say, you know, these expectations are not met, but you know, the Lord is good. Mm-hmm. This is what God intends. Yeah, and He's for me. This is not He's not against me. He's for me. And at the end of the day, it's about Him. It's about Him. It's about my child. And it's about Him. And that's when when our parenting is going to be the most fulfilling. Yeah is when we um, surrender our child's life to the plans and the purposes of God for his own glory and for the sake of his kingdom. Well, that's probably a good place to land, team mom. I think so. That's a really good word. I mean, we'll have to go think think on that. I hope y'all will will think on that too. Um, Mm -hmm. And remember that God loves your children more than you do. And you can rest in that. Y'all have a great day. God bless. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of Rooted Parent. If you found this podcast helpful or encouraging, we'd appreciate your help in bringing this grace-filled, gospel-centered, Bible-saturated content to others who might also benefit. Help us serve others by sharing this resource on social media, by leaving five-star feedback, or simply by subscribing wherever you listen to your podcasts. For more grace-filled, gospel-centered, Bible-saturated resources, be sure to visit www.rootedministry.com. As always, special thanks to High Street Hymns for the music featured on this episode.